The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Alright, so this is the flogcast for round 16. The emotionally checked out Tiger Starburns is here and I'm joined by the suburban netballer from Collingwood, Morgan Ashley. Hello. And the white knight of redheads everywhere from North, Dan. Hello everyone. Everyone well? Everyone happy with the football this weekend? It was actually a good round of footy this weekend. There's nothing wrong with the game. We don't Mm -hmm. have to change the rules or anything. Just leave it alone. You just have to accept that there are some games that are shit and then you get some games like this weekend. Yes, and as Nathan Buckley said, he's very glad that they made all those rule changes. Uh, Nathan Buckley, also known as the voice of reason. Isn't that hard for someone to stand up and just say, you know what, it'll be okay? Like, But there's, there are voices of reason in the media. Like, I can't remember who it was said. Yeah, but um, no one takes them seriously. I know, but it was someone said... Back before every game was telecast, there were three shit games a weekend. It's just no one knows because nobody saw them. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was, but it's just like it's not. The game isn't as broken as people think. There are some poor teams, but fuck me, I'm glad that this round came along. Uh, this round showed that even poor teams can put in good efforts and take it up to better teams, and sometimes they can beat them, and. Sometimes they run them close and they earn some credibility. That's good enough. Mm. Like, that's all you want, competitiveness. Like, other times you have poor teams and they lose by a couple of points and it's still a good game. Like, Melbourne, poor team, lost (laughs) to a better team in St Kilda. It's all right. Yeah. It was still a good game to watch. Goo or tears. So, obviously, on that, I think we should probably all have goo. So, who wants to go first? I don't have goo. I have tears. Oh, good on you. I tears. I have. Uh, what was my? Oh, I've forgotten now. No, I had two lots of tears. Now I've forgotten. Which was was, was one of them the fact that you threw the lid off last week and North capitulated? Who did throw the lid off? Yeah, you did. Did I throw the lid off last yeah, week? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you even well, the lids off. Well, we. Well, it wasn't a terrible game by North. You me. lost. You lost to a poor team. <laughs> We did, but it was an entertaining game to watch. Oh, yes, I remember my tears. My tears are for the people that were stupid enough to vote for Grant Denyer to win the Gold Logie over the weekend. Not only has this individual cheated death and should be dead, his stupid little quiz show got axed. So he's unemployed and he won a Gold Logie. Did that point seriously win, so I don't pay any attention to Logies? Yeah, I, I saw the the, um, the news highlights for it. He won, he won the gold I, one. I watched it. So, so if we if we're giving if we're giving gold logies to meth heads on TV, when does Bomber Thompson get his? Samuel Johnson got his last year, and he looks like <laughs> he spent a lot of time with the pipe. Am I right in assuming yeah. that this is just purely a popularity contest and people? That's just what the, yeah. that's like literally what the gold is. logie is. Oh uh, well, what is wrong with people then? That's why, that's why that's why you vote in TV Week, if that magazine's still around or if it's maybe just yeah, a website no, it's now. S- still around, same thing. It's ridiculous. This is why no one cares, Dan. This is why you found out on the news and I still didn't know. Oh, they also covered uh, good old uh, eggheads jokes at the, at the Logies as well. <laughs> Egghead. 
he got into a bit of trouble as well. His his material was funny, but there are some PC social justice warriors that are just crying foul for the sake of crying foul. Over. Did he make jokes about Indigenous people with red hair? No, he didn't make such jokes about that kind of thing, but he did make, I don't know, some form of sexy he was jokes. Be- he was being interviewed at the airport when I was there this morning. He was too, yeah. And that's the thing, he was forced to apologise. He shouldn't have to apologise. I mean, it's, But he said crazy. he'd do it again. <laughs> yeah, of course. Sorry, you know, not sorry. Deleted. I'm sorry. Sorry. sorry you're as long as they keep paying me, I don't care. Well, that's I'm exactly what he keep... said. He said, "I'm, I'm sorry if it offended people, but I'd probably do it again if I get another job." Fuck not given. He's he's worked all he's ever going to have. He doesn't need that. He can do what he wants. Bert fucking Newton gives a shit. His son yeah. fucking beat women up to a pulp, and he's all. And right. maybe he'll get the gold oh. logie next year. <laughs> People more deserving of a gold logie than Grant Denyer. I'm putting Barry Hall on the list. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's that's not comedy. What he said that that went a bit over the line. We'll come uh, back to that. We'll get there. Yeah. What was so your other that's, tears, that's Dan? The first part of the tears, and then the second part is the continuing odor of shit that lingers with my football club when it comes to recruiting top end talent. I don't know what the problem is. Our money is as good, if not better, than anybody else's because we're offering the most, and yet no one wants to come here. Maybe you have we're, Zimbabwe we're, in dollars. We're, we're five million over five years money. in Zimbabwe in currency. Real, real money. Okay? It's, not, it's what, not. It's South African. I'm convinced. It. It's South African. One million South African rand, which is like seven seventy-two thousand dollars or something. What's what's wrong with why does no one want to come here? Because you're not a destination no. club, despite what Brad says. <laughs> well, it's, it's yeah, it's clearly not. But why is? That? <laughs> well, you're going after targets that aren't going to leave. Like well, you're being why used. Have heaps of money, lots but of money. You're going after players that aren't valuing that. Like mm. that kid. Well, you should. Is, that kid yeah. was not going to leave our club. We stood by him when he fucked up multiple times. Why do you Why do you want mercenaries, Dan? The kid wasn't leaving. Premierships. Have you looked at Hawthorne? Their team is filled with mercenaries. Did, did, they won like four premierships in which, the last Which ten ones? Years. Lake and, and Burgoyne are the only two they brought into that from other clubs. And Furley, uh, but he was... Gibson, Hale, uh, Burgoyne, uh, who else? Gunston. Gibson and Hale Gunston. weren't mercenaries, Dan. They were just... That was them pulling wool over your eyes and sending you sad as fuck players back. That was them. That was them lolling at North. I think. I just don't understand why you can't. Why can't you act like a professional club and do deals in fucking secret? And like, <laughs> we do do deals in no. secret. It's no, managers. we don't because with Dusty, with Dusty, you basically said, "Here it is. You laid it all on the line." You might as well uh, no, put a no, fucking no, ad in the no, paper going, guys, dear Dustin, we, we will have give you $1.5 Help wanted. There's, listen, this it's not the club's fault that this stuff gets out. It's the managers. They want to up their players' contracts deals with the club that they're at. And if by putting it out in the media it gets them an extra 200 k 300 k or in Dustin Martin's case, an extra 800 k then... 800 k 
Degali only signed for two years. There's no way he would have got an extra 200k out of it. No, the, the, you know what? It's not It's not the manager's fault that they're leaking the numbers North are offering. If North off, North should just stop offering obscene amounts, or if the no. numbers aren't true like every fucking North idiot no. wants to say, North should deny it because the reputation that they are, that no, no one wants to go there, is worse than despair. And, and it doesn't get out. How do you discreetly do it? And then the manager just puts it out in the public domain. You can't. These things always get out. Maybe don't fire off at your best offer to begin with on Degoe. Buy his contract for 800k early part of 2017, and you're lucky to still have him. Forget North. Any other club should 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 have him if you're just going to offer him 800k at the start of 2017, and you have to come to the ballpark and offer him 1.3 million. Yeah, but we kept we kept him. You you still offered him. You still offered him one. Point or close to two actually over <laughs> extra years, like, and he stayed put. Like the point, the point here now is, but at least, at least you escalated to that point. That was your final offer. You you played this all the way up to the end of the season with the goer. You came straight out with five million over five years, please. And he said he couldn't have said no any quicker. News comes out that we chased the goer, and then like three or four days later, the goer says. Nah, right, I'm staying, I'm loyal, I'm a good guy. Do you know how these things work, though? The T's crossed and the I's dotted. That doesn't happen in a couple. In the case of a couple of days normally. this He was settled a couple of weeks ago before this story broke. They, him and Collingwood were pretty close a few weeks ago. the news of the offer out in the media so that they would get an extra 100k out of the, out of the deal. We are not some fucking Mickey Mouse club that's given in to North, mate. <laughs> we're not going. We're not going to up our. We're not going to up our offer just because Dollar Signs down the road is going to spit money at him. We were trying five hundred k, and the offer went up to seven hundred once he signed no, the contract. No, no one takes you seriously. Fish. That's no. the problem. We've got big are fish you, to fry him. We're listen, not wasting two hundred k on him. Are you suggesting that the offer you offered him before the news broke out of North's offer was the same offer that he signed? Yeah. Oh, that's naive. You must be joking. If you think they renegotiated a contract in four days, Mm. then you are naive, buddy. No, no. So him saying that he's going to be loyal to Collingwood three or four days after the media news broke out was just a coincidence. He didn't even negotiate on years, mate. He just took two. Didn't even want five. If North offered five million over five years and that was on the table, he's clearly taken this offer to Collingwood before before. the story broke and he still said it. Then why did the news come out into the public domain? It wasn't Because we... We don't tell everybody what we're doing. Mm. So they didn't know that he'd already signed, sealed, delivered with us. So his manager put that out there because he wanted his player, his, his client, to get the best deal that his player can get. It's branding. He's, he becomes a loyal player who turned down a truckload of money to stay at the club and do right by the club that Repay did right by him. Faith. Wow. Look at the evolution of him as a player. And if he set it up for in two years' time, how loyal is he? 
how loyal the player is. Yeah, he needs to mm. be repaid for mm. when he showed he, faith in the club now. Now he has Collingwood did, Collingwood did right off. by him. He did right by Collingwood. Now they're even. Pay him. Maybe you should not offer him five million over five years in two in two years time, Dan. Or maybe maybe, it'll maybe be we should maybe we should just play hard to get and just not offer players. <laughs> We've got all this money here. Come to us and ask us how much we can pay you. Blank check. Just just we're giving away a blank check, but you come to us and tell us how much you want instead of us. Seriously, hope that we are not. Offering Andrew Gaff a million plus a year. If you leave a blank, if you leave the blank check offer out there, and players come to you, you play hard to get. You're, the only person you're going to get is Gary Ablett Jr. Well, apparently, according to you, he's, he's going to retire during the season. That that's still going to happen, is it? Oh fucking hell! Are we? What were your predictions, Dan? Jake Stringer, ten goals on hands. That day, fuck me. Carlton's yeah, flag. No. <laughs> That's Carlton for the flag or for the spoon. Yeah. So brave. No backbone on that. So, yeah, it's, it's not good. No, no one wants to come to North. No, no one does. We, we probably got into Mark Murphy's ear as well, and he probably said no. <laughs> Look, Dan, you're going to get Gaff. It's okay. No, I don't want Gaff. Fuck Gaff. He's a stat <laughs> merchant who plays on the wing. You could do with a nice, decent outside mid to go with your fucking... No, I don't want a decent outside mid. But that's I want what a, you, a, a, a game-changing midfielder forward. I don't need a stat merchant. You have, you have, it's easy don't you have forwards coming out your ears? Mm-hmm. You need, you need midfield polish. Higgins is the only midfield polish you have, and he's pretty Gaff old now. He's not polish. He's a... Oh, uh, he's God. A, He's a better version. Gaff is all polish. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not the sort of player you offer a million plus to. He's a stat merchant. But he's not a player you offer a million plus to unless you're north. And <laughs> you offer him to that McGovern. To... Offer a million to McGovern, not Gaff. I I wouldn't offer McGovern a million plus, but I'd be more inclined to offer him that money. Who would you Who would you offer this money to? Who would you, you... even? You were going to offer a million bucks to a player that's played like less than 50 games, mate. Yeah, but everyone knows the guy is going to be the next big thing since last break. Well, nobody first. nobody knows that. What if he doesn't? Well, that's the, that's the, the risk you take. I mean, the every, kid is everyone an knows, absolute ball. Everyone knows that Gaff is just shit. Degoe, <laughs> Dan, Dan's right. Degoe has... All. He does, but like he's at a he's at a level. He still has to kick it up a notch. He has to yeah, become yeah, consistent. Of course, but he, yeah, but if he does become that, I know, I know, I know. But it's in the meantime, he'll win you one game in every three. Yeah. Whereas Gaff is going to get you thirty plus thirty plus touches in losses, and isn't going to do a single thing to help your team. He looks good, sure, but the team. It's still going to win and lose fifty percent of its games every year. He's not worth a million plus. Can I have Goo yet? Is it my turn? Uh, no, I'd I love to lead north a bit more, but and it is very funny. Uh, hang on, before you go to your Goo, Dan, you did you did get a big you did get one signing this week. We'll transition into it since it's happened. You did, you did manage to land one target. Who's that? You got Gubby Allen. <laughs> 
hopefully he he will sign Gaff for a million dollars because he signed <laughs> Chris Main for five hundred grand. <laughs> he's going to trade for Tom Boyd and you're take the get whole contract. David, you're going to get David Mackay for a million dollars. Gubby dollars are the worst dollars there are. <laughs> so how do you feel about that, Dan? Um, Pretty good get, I would have thought. Not, well, I'm not jumping at the joy, for sure, but if you can pull a miracle out of us and get us maybe Rory Sloan or the government that might pay dividends. Mm, Rory Sloan. That's interesting. Mm. He's, he's, still, he's still on the table. Why is that quiet? Uh, because probably Norfolk. Pessimistic, and they've given. No, they're about to release their offer, and he's about to resign. <laughs> but it, he he is flying under the radar just a little bit, though. I guess we don't live in the South Australian fishbowl. It helps when you're not playing. Oh, he did play at the weekend, but I guess it helps when you're not playing, putting in dominant performances to boost your price. If North are on the table, he doesn't need to boost his price. <laughs> Just all he, apparently all he's got to do is walk up and ask them for money. No more offers. Oh yeah, we, we are the greatest uh, treasure hunt of all time. Just come to the club, find the treasure, and it's yours. Come take a raffle ticket and win a car that you'll have to give back. Anyway, more you had goo. Yeah, I got goo for Jaden Stevenson and Josh Dacos at. 2.30 in the morning on Sunday morning, they were still at the casino. <laughs> why, are you endor- why are you endorsing AFL players gambling, particularly ones who can't afford it yet? Well, because they were being very well behaved and they were well mannered. They weren't drinking. They weren't causing any trouble. I was proud. They were engaging with proud. fans. Yeah. Paging lethality. <laughs> they were engaging with Fans and just sitting at a table, just talking to people. Still, so, sidebottom can't be at a pub having a drink at night time, but these oh. guys can be. It was 4 a.m. and he was at Prince blind. Well, players are entitled to unwind and relax in their own time. And they were unwinding and relaxing and they were causing no problems. They weren't drinking, they were just playing some blackjack and Caribbean stud. Different rules for different players, I think, Dan. Different strokes for different folks. Well. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, Dan. (laughs) Yes, Morgan. I said that. Well, Stevens, I I think Stevenson had a good game. He did. Um, A very good game. uh, He'd be be the rising star front runner. It's either him or Doty. I think Richards would be up there. Oh, Is it yeah. 2 a.m. after the game or on the day off? No, no. After the game. Oh, after, oh well, if it's after the game, it's no big deal. <laughs> before I, the I, game. I thought, I thought you were alluding that it was on 2 a.m. of the morning of the of the game. No, no, no. After no, the okay. game. Right. So that, they, the would game. Have, well, they, they would have been awake anyway. They were staying across the road. No issue. Oh, and I, and I got a photo with Jack Crisp. At football, and he was lovely. As they went around the boundary line after the game, I got a selfie. 
he didn't have his dick out, but that's okay. For Why those did you people, ask? No. no, for those people who are aware of the rumours. Oh, that's him. Yes. Well, yes. They're leaks, are they? Oh. No, he he's been getting it out on um fucking getting it out on somewhere on the internet. Mm-mm. He's doing one of them cam things. Oh, cash, cash for cocks. Mm. Because mm. AFL players don't get... Maybe he needs to go to North and he won't need to get his dick out on the internet. <laughs> maybe Sister he can't Robin Naha, so <laughs> he's going to go there. What was the name of that delisted kid that, that, had his, that had his wang out at North? Corey Wagner? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Corey Wagner. I'm going to have very brief goo. I'm going to have goo for Jack Revolt. That was... One hell of a game he played on Thursday for a guy who's been used as a decoy for, well, not a decoy as such, but his prime objective hasn't been to win the ball over the last few years. It's mainly been to bring it to ground if he marks it, it's a bonus. He hasn't been a decoy, but the aim has been. Yeah, there was a wrong choice of words. His aim has been to bring the ball to deck as much as possible, and if he marks it, it's a bonus. Well, on Thursday night, he didn't drop anything. He marked everything in sight. It was just one of those classic key forward games, and it was fantastic to watch. Yeah, I think Jack's been very unselfish in the last couple of years, which is surprising given where he came from. He had a bit of the richos about him early on, and he's gone, he's gone from that to being a role player. And on Thursday night, we've seen what Jack can be. And he didn't, and he didn't change his role at all. It's just that in this case, it all played out. Some, someone's got to shine any particular night, and on Thursday night just happened to be him. That's the way it played out. And it's good to watch. Mm. Let's go to the games. We've been on Gilman Tears for a while. We'll begin with Friday night and Geelong versus the Dogs, which... (laughs) (laughs) Morgs, was it nice to see the Bulldogs get a win on Friday night? You know what? It really wasn't. Um... (laughs) What? I wasn't wrapped, but then again, when I think about like our positions on the ladder and stuff, everything this weekend went the way that I would want it to go. All those teams that were close behind us dropped back a little bit more. Um, so for that, I was grateful, and for it was amusing, the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the best thing that came from it was the um, – Return of our long lost friends in the brown and gold. Who, At least for a day. Yeah, who were sorely missed, and may they return again next time Geelong choke. Well, I wouldn't say they choked. I think, I think they handed victory to. No, the, do- the dogs oh, outplayed them and really probably, really probably deserved to win. Except that they let Geelong basically pinch it the same way as the week before when North did. How do, you, how do you figure that they deserve to win? They said a week ago that we weren't going to mess it up again late in the quarter. And, yeah, and, then, uh, and they, they allowed really did. Harry Ablett to kick a goal with 30 seconds to go, and then they let Harry Taylor mark it 30 yes. metres out. That's, yes, and... That would be the, the... That would be... Doesn't mean they weren't the better uh, side and didn't just... Oh, God. Ding, ding, over 120 ding, minutes, ding, ding. I think they were the better side. Yeah. Um, but the final passage of play in which Mitch Duncan managed to find that much space coming off the back of the square by himself. If you're going to let anybody run freely like that, I wouldn't have it be Mitch Duncan. No, you'd rather be danger flogged. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll kick it back to you. 
danger spud because at least, yeah, he'll turn it over. You, you kick it to the Mitch Wallace type. You don't kick it to <laughs> fucking the best kick in their team who managed to size up his options, not go to where the dogs had all their numbers and kick it to the advantage of Harry Taylor. It's just a shame that he could not um, kick the goal with 16 people on the mark, <laughs> which I think BT wanted to make out to be something a lot bigger than it was. They were all standing behind it except for one. <laughs> That's not on the mark. Fucking hell. Well, that would have yeah. been funny if the, if the umpire awarded a 50. Oh, God. <laughs> Especially if it turned out it was wrong on the Monday. Oh, that would have been even better. Only, only way it could have been better is if St Kilda on the receiving end. Um, <laughs> but he he didn't even give it a chance though. It was just like how that like I reckon I I literally think that many guys standing within that vicinity got into his head a little bit. Yeah. Well, if you're not used to it, then yeah, it probably does get into your head a little bit. He's put it way too far out to the left. He's almost leaned back on it too much, like he's trying to kick it over all of them at once. Look, it worked. So they won, and Geelong, only by pure luck, are Geelong still in the eight after dropping that one. Um, as Morg said, all the results fell not only Collingwood's way, but Geelong's in that case. If you have a look at their run home, they've got, I think, they play us again at they've the MCG. Got, at the MCG. They've got four more games at Goomba Stadium. And Goomba that, Stadium. That only takes them to 12 wins. Shithole Stadium. And I don't I like think Goomba. That, I, I like Goomba Stadium, and I don't think that 12 wins will get you into the finals. No, no not really. 13, 13 so, might not. 13 might not. Um, 13, so you're going to have 13. to pull out a game somewhere else. And, that yeah, it doesn't look like they have the easiest run home. Of the teams that they don't play at Goomba Stadium. Look, and as you said about some of the results of Colin getting clear, like it is, it is a crazy looking ladder. Like Port are in fifth, six points ahead of the Giants in sixth, but the Giants are six points ahead of fucking Essendon in like twelfth. The, there is a gap opening up between the top five and the rest, and then there is just this fucking clusterfuck where all it takes is win loss and it's just fucking leapfrog musical chairs sort of thing and they're all going to get it they're all going to play each other so you know Geelong had a chance to break clear of that group as did so many other teams this week and most of them failed the test all four of the teams that are on 32 points eight wins all lost so seventh to tenth all lost this week which gifted GWS a spot in the eight and Port Essendon and Adelaide back into the season, which all of a sudden puts pressure on them because there's teams coming behind them. They're not only fighting themselves, which they thought, but they're actually fighting the ones chasing. And here they were, I think, thinking that they could still challenge for top four, but now they've got to worry about what's behind them. Uh, It all Mm. makes for a very interesting end of the year, which I think is fantastic. Yes, it's going to go right down to the wire again. And as as we hinted, Melbourne in the last round of the season against GWS... Yeah, that's that's looking fantastic. There's probably another one in there too that, like, we'll, we'll see them as they come up. These eight-point games, these literal eight-point games are going to be more common. Sydney play Hawthorne in the last round, which is also, I think that'll be interesting. Mm. Um, Port Adelaide play Essendon, but that's at home, so you'd think yeah, and Port will probably be a little bit clearer there. Like, you got teams like Sydney and Port who are probably going to be looking at top four, trying to win to stay in there. Round 22 looks more interesting to me than 23, 
Adelaide play North, West Coast play Melbourne, GWS play Sydney, Collingwood play Port, Richmond play Essendon. Interesting round, that one. Those last two rounds are going to shape a lot, like assuming everyone's still in the running and most of those teams will be. It would be hard to drop a straggler from here. Anyway, let's go to the next game. And we did mention um, teams on 32 points losing. We'll begin with Melbourne. Yes, please. Banana skin game, as we called it last week. And, well, they just absolutely fucked this one. It's bad enough they let St Kilda win, but they let them win on the MCG. It's not just that. It's that they they just let it happen. They let them score 119 points. Yeah, it's not like, like with all due respect to St Kilda, they didn't play particularly well. Oh, there is no due respect to St Kilda. <laughs> They've shown fuck all this year. Like this, this is the sort of this is the sort of football that wouldn't the way St Kilda played. I'm not sure they would beat Brisbane. Apart from Max Gorn, who did everything he could. Melbourne were pretty much as heartless as at their most heartless on Sunday. That's fair. Like it wasn't it wasn't a brave loss, it wasn't even being outclassed. It was simply we just do not care enough today. And they nearly pinched it, but that was just that was more through luck than anything else really. They need a camp in the desert, as we sort of discussed last week. They need to build some fucking resilience. I don't know what they thought they need to do. But I wouldn't be a Melbourne supporter for all the fucking money in the world. No, it's just you know it's going to end in tears. They've just like I don't I, culturally they are in a doom cycle of sorts. And this is why, like at the start of the year, I like I said that they wouldn't make the eight. They have not shown anything that has been any different from any other year. They just ride that roller coaster of we think we're good, oh no, we're not. Mm. We think we're good, oh no, we're not. Like Max Gorn said on the news tonight that people water. say that they've been drinking their own bathwater. Like they know what people are saying about them because it's fucking they don't they don't do anything about it. He also said, I don't know why people say that, and it's like, well, I think we all do. It's fucking that shows very little awareness if you don't know why. It just comes back to the fucking cancelling of the camp as well. Of all the clubs to take a soft option on something, Melbourne and Melbourne can't afford to do that. I can see another team doing that and maybe getting away with it. Like if Sydney ever wanted to bail out on that, I could I could accept that. But Melbourne, no, they don't seem to want to change, or they don't know how to. They are they're talented, but there is no heart. They are a heartless club. They have no soul. No basically. soul. The writing was on the wall when they all bitched about pre-season camp. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, pl- a playing group who falls over like they do, who are prone to those sort of fuck-ups, like that drifting in, drifting out sort of thing, has to be prepared to do the hard yards, whatever they are. Complaining about it and getting the PA involved is like the opposite of that. Pussies. It's not like mm. you're going to be blindfolded on a bus somewhere. <laughs> well, I think it would be fair to object to that, but... Look, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what else there is to say. Do we have anything else to say? Was anyone actually good for them or...? Gorn. Gorn did, yeah, like... Gorn. He just got behind the ball and he worked from side to side and marked, and marked everything he could that came near him. And the other P-Hearts fucked it up going forwards, basically. But St Kilda, look, they've won two in a row, but I don't think this... I don't think anyone's convinced, are they? By a total of four points. Mm, over 
probably the side going the worst in the AFL at the moment. And the side and that... Gold Coast. <laughs> so they haven't scored no. over 100 points since the first round against Brisbane. And Melbourne let them score 119 points. On a ground that they're not used to playing on. I think no, we're letting them get away with it very lightly here. Oh, we are. But I think I think it's going to... There's so much to get through, and I think it's going to come up again. Like, the, well, I, don't I don't think, think this will be the last time we go, oh, fucking Melbourne doing the same shit over and over again. Melbourne fucking up is just is what yeah. they do. I mean, is it not? Like, this, this side averages 66 points, and they let them score 119. 119. Like, from round 10 to, well, maybe, I don't know. Over the last few rounds, they've been the worst side when it comes to letting people score from inside 50s. Their defence has absolutely shat the bed. But this this is the thing with them, that they the whole run on goals thing isn't new, but it sort of disappeared in that golden month they had early in when they were May premiers or whatever. When they won six in a row, everyone was sucking them off left, right and centre. We no, won six in a row off. and it was, oh, but who have you played? <laughs> Get fucked. Six wins against six shit sides is worth the same amount of points as six wins against six good sides. And yeah, another team that lost their opportunity to really make the most of Geelong's loss and stay in touch with the top four and really set themselves up was North. I blame Dan yeah. personally. Yes, yeah, why Dan? You took, you the, took lid the lid off. off. North have been oh, shinbonering it I all I fucking year. Yep. Just being honest battlers that aren't the most talented list in the league, but they get it well, done because I'm they're disciplined and they're consistent and they will make you work. They kicked because they kicked a lot of them. And Who? McKernan, and McKernan played like his brother like used to play. Corey. Uh, he yeah, does that from over- time to time, though. No, he doesn't. He's, he's an over-exuberant. He's not, he's not that bad. No, he is that bad. He's not a, since a he got to Essendon. He's a, he's a journeyman, a fringe player. He's and, a journeyman uh, who's been to two clubs. How much yeah. would North offer him? <laughs> you need a you need a key forward or a tall forward. Don't no, you, we man? don't. We don't need a key. We don't. We don't need. That's shit what trust. you said. A centre midfielder that can play forward. You. That's is that what he said, Morgan? Yeah, he said a forward. He said forward. Need a forward. We've got forwards. That's what we said. <laughs> that was our fucking comment. Uh, I didn't say we needed a forward. I said we needed a forward mid. And we needed a game changer player. Right? We needed a match winner. We don't need key position players per se. We don't so need Andrew Gaff. Wing players. We don't need. No, we don't need Andrew Gaff. Fuck off with the Gaff stuff. We don't need Andrew Gaff. We don't need stat merchants. And we don't need shit trucks like Sean McKernan who play one good game a year or two good games a year at best. And they end up... He's already played two good games for the year. Making sick of themselves by just being over-exuberant and yelling and putting their arms up in the air and acting like they're, they're the shit that they're not. So you take that out, you take out you take out all the fluke goals that they kicked on the weekend. They don't, they don't win. Oh, so they got lucky. Very lucky. They did. They actually did kick a lot of fluky goals. Frustrating because that that they they threw everything at us. They were they were pretty good, 
and they can by a few goals. Should have won that game. I said earlier this season, I believe when I was on here, I said both Adelaide and the Giants, when the time comes at the end of the season, will miss the eight and they will regret losing to Essendon. I'm going to throw North into that basket because I reckon all three of those teams might just miss out by the... Maybe the Giants will sneak through, but the other two might miss out on the basis of one game and when you look back at the shit game that they lost, it'll be the one they lost to Essendon. How, how can you say it's one game when it's only four points or zero points that you gain from a game of football? Why is it... That four points that you could have had will be the difference between making finals and not, I reckon, at but the end of the there's year. There's four points that we could have had early in the year against other clubs. Yes, but when you, look at, when, you look at, when you look at your season, you'll go, which game was it that we really... And well, every team has this when they go you, close. I, which I te- which game was it? We'll probably look back at every other game except for the Essendon game. Seriously? Who's beaten you this year? uh, The Gold Coast Suns in the wet. That's probably the like. That's the only shit team that you've lost to. I don't understand how this how this loss to Essendon carries more weight. Do you get it? Yeah. No, I don't. (laughs) Points up for grabs. I know, but there's teams. There's teams you should beat, and there's games you should games you should win if you want to be serious. Melbourne, you look at the St Kilda game. Sort of sort of scenario. I mean, I don't. I don't understand. We know. Stupid, empathic sort of logic that you're using. Like Essendon is like now the team that's going to decide whether teams make the eight or not. Yes, because Essendon, Essendon seemed to have been a lot of teams' banana peel this year. Banana peel this year. That's very racist. We shouldn't be saying that. Idiot. Anything, anything else on Essendon North? Because Dan, before Dan ends up on his thing. This. Before he starts flicking the switches again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. At least you're becoming more self-aware. Mm, you're, you're, you're ahead of Melbourne. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, what else is there in this game worth discussing? Uh, there's not much else worth discussing, really. I mean, the highest, is, the the highest scoring half in a million years. But it was a good game, yes. It was a very good game to watch. Very high scoring. String the wave to the camera. Did he? Yeah, when he was lining up, he was wasting time, and he waved to the camera, pointed at him behind the goals. Okay, well, no. Should have winked to up the goalie. He was probably winking at a child. Oh, come on. Teenager. Yeah, teenager, not child. I mean, we're not going to get into... What, we're not going to get into Uh, children, but he would. (laughs) The Crows came back from the dead this week. (laughs) They were gone. Just before three quarter time, it was just like, oh, this will this will play out. West Coast will ski. Adelaide have a lot of problems. The, the whole camp's in their head, all the other shit. And then out of nowhere, they flicked the switch like Dan and went into full. They went autistic in the last quarter. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they zeroed in on West Coast and they yeah. just fucking went. Oh yeah. Like Tex looked like a footballer. Kicked some long, long goals. Marked. Most things that came his way, and West Coast were the ones who laid down. Captain that plays three or four good games a year, and then people, when he does, people go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, he really is a great player, isn't he?" So he's a rich man's McKernan. No, see, he is a good player, but he's a vastly overrated good player. Whereas Sean McKernan is just a shit truck. They only played one quarter of football, but it was enough to get it done. So, do we think this is a beginning? Or is it just one of those ones that they've pulled out and 
regular transmission will resume no, over the next. They seem to um, not to have not to sound like I'm like a Eddie had stadium record thing, but they seem to respond every time there's media beat up about the camp. That's you know, true. Yeah. Like, this, yeah, two or three times this year, every time it gets mentioned, they seem to perform well. So I don't know. Maybe maybe the media is playing a role in Adelaide's resurgence. So maybe we should just keep quiet about the whole thing, or keep talking about it if you if you want it. Maybe in a roundabout way, the camp did build a level of resilience in the group. Maybe if you're a supporter and you want to attend to the game with a blindfold, um, you will only be helping your team. You won't be helping the game, but you'll be helping the team nonetheless. Just keep making noise about the fucking camp, Crows fans. Keep asking, demanding answers. Friends, I have breaking news. There's been a brawl in the Boomers-Philippines game. With full-on oh. punches thrown. Go Google and watch the video. Full-on punches. Um, Fon Maker tried to, tried to karate kick someone. <laughs> like there was chairs being thrown and everything. Fon threw at Haymaker. <laughs> Fon Haymaker. Oh, look at that. Jesus, this reminds me of watching basketball at suburban level. Jesus. And you get the parents involved. Oh, it's just nasty. Look at that. <laughs> Oh, look at the jumping punch. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that shit. Jesus. That little Filipino's got game. Watching chase someone down. Trying to fight some guy that's like 6'8", and you're like 4'11". What are you doing? The whole thing is just stupid. Why are they fighting? It's a fucking friendly game. So in that scenario, I don't know what they do in basketball. Will the fires get suspended or will they get fined? Well, you can get ejected, can't you? You can get, like, straight up ejected. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, beyond that, will they, like, miss games or... I would think so, Dan. It's it's not ice hockey. Well, I'm not familiar with the the rules and the penalties that apply to basketball. I mean, it's not a sport that I really watch. Anyway, anything else on the Crows and how they only respond to adversity? No, I still think they're shit, man. They probably won't play finals. They're still scarred. They just—they have moments of resurgence when they, their backs are against the wall. But for the most part, they're just a an average team with an average leader. Well, he's not average. No, I shouldn't say that. He's a good—he's a good player, but he's—he's he's not a, a great player. Only does well when Adelaide are doing well. One other thing I wanted to mention, though, um, West Coast now lost three in a row. Morgs, do you reckon it's possible for him to win the spoon from you? Well, I've had a look at it, and I think if nobody else in the bottom eight lo- win, uh, no one else loses, they could. They mm. could just slide right down. They don't win yeah. again. They could absolutely challenge for the spring. <laughs> it's it's well, happening. Yeah. It's <laughs> happening. <laughs> the it's happening gift is coming. But when I said that, Wushet got very upset that I thought they were going to win the spoon. And so she said, well, let's have a bet over whose side will finish higher on the ladder. And I said, whatever. Do what you got to do. Well, I think she thought she was sitting pretty a few weeks ago. Premierships are um, not won in June. Premierships are not won in June. And yeah, and so she went and added it into that spanked bank or whatever, you know, that thread where bets are kept track of. Well, if things can maintain the way they're going, I'll be fucking bumping that. Don't you worry about that. At least we're in with a chance now. 
Let's go to the last team to stumble on the 32 points for this year, which was Hawthorne losing to the Giants. 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 Oh, penal. What happened? You're not here, penal. <laughs> Those hooks are... You're not here, penal. Penal's been quiet, guys. He hasn't had much to say. <laughs> He's been drawing pictures. What about Matrox? What about Matrox? Did he talk about the Crows' comeback? Um, yeah, poor Matrox. Tom Mitchell got fifty disposals. No, second time this year. Would you have him at North then? Well, obviously, I would have him at North. He's a stat I mean, merchant. Again, it's just—it's a stat merchant. Yes, he is. Does he really do anything damaging with these disposals, other than just accumulate big numbers? Well, he got a lot of disposals, but it didn't seem to do much for them. So I don't know. You tell us. Well, well, that's 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 my point. I mean, if he's this really like, if Dustin Martin has it fifty times, and he's probably going to kick six goals. If, if uh, Dangerfield touches it fifty times, he, he'll probably kick six goals and have five goals. Pendlebury had it fifty times. He'd like there'd be all sorts of handballs in there. Yes, all sorts of handballs that hit the target, and they'd all be wonderful. Mm. So 50 disposals and didn't get a win. Must, mm. must have been pretty effective. Yes, um, Rockcliffe Esk. Bucks like, was we, right. We, we went all over the Rockcliffe thing for years, and I think Tom Mitchell's in that bracket. Lots of numbers, no impact. A, uh, a, su- a super coach star, but not a, an AFL star. Actually, speaking of lots of numbers and no impact, can we just go back to the fact that the Holy Trinity all played well and Geelong lost to the Bulldogs? Yeah, uh, Sold was good. Ablett was good. Was Danger good? He racked up over 100 super coach, so he must have had a bit of it. Oh, yeah. Kicked a few goals. Like, it helps to have valuable midfielders who actually use the ball well. Yeah, but it, but it should also, it's got the be-all and end-all if they're not kicking it to anybody... Decent, all the people that they are kicking it to can't kick the goals. That's true. But the Giants were the more inaccurate team of um, Hawthorne and GWS. Look, they, they've done pretty well. They beat the Crows with a few injuries. They beat Hawthorne without Cameron. Their midfield's back, but they're, they're treading water enough that if they, if they ever get a decent nucleus together, they'll be in that position. They could easily do a Bulldogs come finals time. No, I'm not convinced. Well, they're in the eight now. It's their spot to lose, Dan. And their next, no, their yeah, next I, three weeks will determine their season. They're a good home season. and away team, but they're not, they're not a good finals team. They don't play well during the finals. Yeah, but people said that about Port Adelaide 15 years ago. They were chokers. People said that about Richmond before last year. Uh, you, you shit until you're not. Yes. Well, well, this team will always be shit when it comes to the finals. And, and we've been saying it about Melbourne as well. They are heartless and shit and all that until they're not. But... They are, though. It won't be that way forever, is the Bullshit. point. Bullshit. <laughs> when it is ingrained, they don't have a culture of being shit, GWS. They don't have a culture at all. So they can change their non-culture. Melbourne are destined for the same. <laughs> it might take Melbourne another 30-odd years, but this is what I mean. It's how quickly the improvement comes, how quickly the slide comes. Like Carlton did it in reverse. Went from buying flags to laughing stock, and they can't turn it around. Richmond beat 
Sydney on Thursday night. Feels like ages ago, but um, feels like it was last round. Yeah, it does. Like I, as I was asked before <laughs> before we started, did you go to the game this week? Again, did I said not. no. Did you go to the game? Fair weather, bloody supporter. I forgot I even went to a game this week because it was so fucking long ago. Look, we're pretty good. Jack obviously played well. One thing I really do want to touch on, and we've mentioned it a few times here, but Buddy Franklin. Now, it was the stage off. It was the diving contest between him and Rance, and clearly Buddy took the points in that regard. But... Why is it that everything Buddy Franklin does gets glossed over? He fucking elbows in in the ch- in the fucking throat, or puts a forearm in the throat, and apparently it doesn't even constitute low impact, which would get him a week. It's just like I, Buddy sanctions. I, yeah, I thought it was a push. No, it was worse than that. I don't know. Like you, you see that, and I, I think Floston is very, very fucking lucky for the elbow to get one week. That was probably two, so I'd take that. But at the same time, it's just frustrating to see when players. Bruce Judd won a Brownlow on the back of doing something like that to Matthew. Yeah, Pavlich. but everybody knows that was wrong. <laughs> he drew blood and everything, and Pavlich had to go off the ground. No, everything's fine. You can. Nothing week. to see here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> a brown paper bag full of cash was handed over. Not for the first time with Juddy. Yeah, it's really frustrating when you see that. Like, you see you see strikes and fucking some of the weakest punches get a week because, like, punching's the new crackdown. It's just like, why does Buddy get protected? Fucking injunction strikes. Fucking doesn't stage. Can fucking swing his arm in a tackle or elbow or put his forearm out there. It all, it's all fine. I don't know. That just shits me. I told you, there is one set of rules for some and one set of rules for others. And then there's another set of rules for Buddy, I reckon, though. It's fucking... It's like the Buddy Meters thing. Oh, yeah. It's just the man gets nothing. I don't know. Anything else out of that game? Nah. Other than, we've already talked about how good Jack was. Mm. Uh, like, that Jack Graham interview afterwards was pretty funny. Jack Higgins? Yeah, oh, that Higgins, yeah, that's who he is. Yeah. Whoever he is, that funny kid. That kid that looks like he's been on Heath Shaw's meds. <laughs> or not on Heath Shaw's meds. Yeah, more. well, he should get on some. Jeez, he was up and about, wasn't he? Yeah, he played, played a good game. Yeah, I don't have much out of that game. Dusty Dusty played like he was on a bender during the bye week, just quietly. And good old Grimace played like he's been on a bender for two years. So as high as the standard was out there, <laughs> there were some legit passengers with big names out there. But other than that, I d- That doesn't sound like Richmond at all. What do you think? Oh, Next game. Next game. Um, Puffers, Puffers won ugly. Cade Simpson was best on ground. Carlton showed a bit. The only player to ever receive the full 10 votes in his 300th game. He has been a fantastic player. I know we did talk about it last week, but, but yeah. one of the nicest 300-game players I think you'll find. It's players mm. like Cade Simpson that make football clubs special. Well, I think there's no greater accolade for what sort of a player you are than if Dan is happy for you to get shared off. And if people who hate Carlton can say that you're a great player, I, he, I would have been happy to have you at my club. If Dan thinks you've earned your chairing off, then you've well and truly earned it. Are you, is this your way of trying to find out whether I approved this case? You already you approved. You, you approved did. You did already. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that that should just apply to anyone that plays 300 games, I think, particularly these days. If you're playing 300 games, 
What if Andrew Gaff gets club there? Or clubs that think that you're good enough to stick around that long, then you must be pretty good. So when Lyndon Dunn plays 104 more games... Fuck off. <laughs> Andrew Gaff. Andrew Gaff is on track for 300. No, he's not. Yes, he, he is. He's not. How many games have you played? Oh, no, he's hardly missed any. Well, tell really me how many games have you played. Trent Cotchin will get to 300, Dan. How many games? How many games? How many games? How many 170. Hundred and seventy. Well, so he's still got he's another. Yeah, he's he's ready to go. He got drafted the same year as like Heppel and fucking David Swallow and Tom Lynch. Listen, I think they've we'll got cross, a bit of football we'll left that, in them. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when it when it when it comes. <laughs> we'll cross we'll that another. bridge when when he's on a North banner. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. Look <laughs> Andrew Gaff, Mo Hope, Hannah Mouncey. Good luck next year, Dan. Oh, don't say that. Come on. <laughs> Who would you prefer, Andrew Gaff or Hannah Mousy? The fact that I have to think about it is bad. <laughs> because Mousy Mousy will have nothing to do with the men's team, although she probably should because it's a man. Um, <laughs> You're giving oh, Gaff no I'm credit just... in that discussion. No, oh, look, I'll say Gaff because look, look, he is a good. He would add to the team. I'm just saying oh. he's not worth the. He's not worth the million plus. Beauty is um, in the eye of the beholder. Yes, that's true. But, uh, you know, I want game-changing, match-winning midfielders, not stat merchants. Maybe he would change the game at North. Maybe he'll just collect cheap stats. Doesn't matter. No, no, you know what? Very. We don't need to go over this You're not going to ch- change my mind on this. Yeah. We've, we've talked about Andrew Gaff way too much. Mm. Let's move on. The Bryans came good. The Freo were a chance to join all those other teams that made no, headway. Give. No, 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 we can't. Freo were a chance to join all those teams that put themselves back in the premiership race, but they fucked it like Freo do, and the Bryans, good on them. They got a nice big win. I think they finally got some reward for effort, mm. Brisbane. They weren't just beating up on some shit truck team like Hawthorne no. this time. And it, it wasn't just like a, a win at home. Like This is a big win for a team like that. On the road, not expected to win, and they did it really, really well. Without one of their best um, players, too. Yeah. Like, I, I, I came to the realisation tonight that I'm no longer bitter because I'm happy for Dane Beams, so I'm over it. Wee, progress. Yeah. Like I, was sat, I sat here tonight. Yeah, quad strikes and all. I sat here tonight, and I was really happy for him. So, like, I, I've, like, recovered. Oh, from the heartbreak. Wouldn't have anything to do with being second on the ladder, would it? <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> we got Dugowie and he re-signed. Oh, got a photo with Jack Crisp. And I couldn't give a fuck what Dane Beams is doing. As long as he doesn't play 100 games there. And the son that he had last week plays for Collingwood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I'm happy for him. No, good on the Bryans. They're getting reward for effort, and there's more reason to be excited about them than teams like Carlton or the Suns or Melbourne or St Kilda. And what is good to see and what what deserves some credit is that they learnt from their mistakes. They didn't just keep going back to the well and making the same drafting errors again and again and again and losing players hand over fist. They went there with a different strategy and recruited different players, players that were local, that would stay. And players and with character. Yeah. The ones who want to be footballers, not just footballers in Melbourne. No. And on that note, we'll move on to the last game that we haven't discussed, which was Collingwood Gold Coast. Collingwood won very easy, 
you obviously saw it, but was there anything out of this? I nearly had a fight with a Gold Coast supporter. I didn't think that there was anyone actually passionate enough to care. Was it was it the one who was it the one who threw his membership at fucking Joel Selwood? No, I I don't think so. But this guy was a fuckwit. He was a dead set idiot. What he was? What instigated the argument? Um, he was being a bit demonstrative. So every time I would vocally support my team, he would mimic what I was saying or he would then take the piss out of those players. And I was just like, well, this is obviously all you have because you don't know who your players are, so you can't verbally support them so you don't know them. Um, then he was, like, calling it intentional when it was out of bounds, which would be called deliberate if you knew Intentional the rules. is what you do when you hit someone. He was just a fuckwit, an absolute fuckwit. Well, and he, he only lasted half a game and he didn't come back, so... I won. And so did Collingwood. Yeah, they're they're the type they're the demographic type of supporters that, that leave early too, those ones that are vocal. When they know the team's not gonna win, they just they just leave. Well, he disappeared and didn't come back. So uh, he, yeah, he he probably left. But oh, I was gonna have goo for Metricon Stadium. Parking there is a fucking nightmare, usually. But because I went with my mum, she is unwell and has a disabled sticker. So we took that, her disabled parking thing, and we got to park at the ground, like right at the gate, and it was free. Free parking for disabled people. That was good. Oh, I was with well, that. Now you, know to, now you know to take the sticker with you regardless. Like, I can't take it from her because she <laughs> needs it. But. Oh, okay, well, yeah. Well, don't they, have two, don't they give you two or they only give you one? No, just one. You could probably duplicate it and make a copy. Dan, you can probably get one for your autism. <laughs> Maybe you the... can get a pension for being a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> at the G, you still have to pay, but at Metricon, it was free. Anyway, talking points time, and we will begin with... Well, we've covered quite a few of them. We covered the Goey earlier, so we won't go back to that. It was mentioned. Barry Hall. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. Barry, Barry, Barry. The best comment I saw was you can take the boy out of St Kilda, but yes. Um, what the fuck is the first? Just and to be fair to Barry Hall, he has been hung out to dry a little bit considering all that went on in that. He made the stupidest comment of all, but the fact that it even got to the point for him making that comment. Why is, was this even discussed? I don't know. Well, they if were. That was, if that about, was my husband talking about that about me, he wouldn't just be fucking fired from work. Be dead. He would be out. That that is terrible. He'd be needing a fucking disabled sticker. I give you the hot tip. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't know if it's because I was female or not, but like he wasn't funny. No, like, like, like it wasn't a funny. It wasn't the, like a joke gone wrong. Like it wasn't funny. It, none of none of none of it was. It was just like what, like yeah. I I struggled to get the references to why Barry Hall thought that would be humorous. The only out that you can give him is the fact that Montagna was talking about it at first, and maybe that give maybe that gave Barry the green light to make references to the fingers and um yeah. Well, this I is mean, the, this is the thing that I'm wondering is if Barry Hall makes that comment, is this a reference 
to something that we don't know. That was not something that ever crossed my mind until you said it. Mm. But given it wasn't, it wasn't funny. It wasn't something that would have any relevance. Like it was, it was just a ridiculous comment. There had to have been some background to it. Yeah, and the background I think is we're talking fingers. If you think of a story along those lines that involves Montagna, there is one very obvious one from. 14 years ago. Not convicted. Oh, but, well, he did it. He admitted that he did it. He didn't admit consent or whatever, but Montagna was there. Is it like That's the only thing I can think of that would cause Hall to make that comment, apart from the fact that Montagna's making the discussion at all, which he's really dodged a bullet from everyone, presumably not his wife, but everybody else in this, that Barry Hall... Because if Barry Hall says nothing, are we talking about the fact that Montagna's talking about that on air, or are we not? Yeah, I think that... I, I, I think it's more the licking of the fingers. No, 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 but if, if, if Hall never bothered. says anything, is Montana yeah. getting hauled over the coals for it, or are we uh, just thinking non-issue? He, mm, probably not. He might. I, I mean, it's... Yeah, there's something really fucked up about that. This, it's so St Kilda. It's just like... Oh. There's never a situation where you should ever be discussing that. I don't, I don't know what... That's the only out I give him because he didn't instigate that conversation. It was Lee Montagna that was talking about the, you know, the fingers and the prodding. And he could have just shut his fucking mouth. Yeah, I know. Like, let, let yeah. Montagna dig the hole. Don't jump into it once he's done it. Maybe he thought he had to say something funny because they're on radio and they got to yeah, say on Triple M, it's fucking... Right, and that's why those guys, that, those guys in the background laughed, even if they didn't think it was funny. Because if they don't laugh, and it's just you get the sound of crickets, it's not good radio. Oh, do you think this was good radio? No. Well, well, we're, we're all geniuses in hindsight. But, um, Dan, yeah. as far as things go, you've said some stuff I've had to cut out of these episodes this year. But at least people will be shocked to hear that. And some of them are. Oh, don't make me repeat them. Some of them are legitimately... And I have no doubt, I have no doubt that those things that you and others have all laughed at. So if yes, I they, because, because as awful as they were... They were nothing. They were, they were funnier, certainly funnier than this. And they probably, some of them weren't as bad as this. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that about some, someone else that I that I knew. I know. I know we don't go live, but at least we're more discerning. At least enough to use the dump button. It's probably a good thing that we don't go live. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't know what to say. This is just so fucking weird. Should he have been sacked? Yes or no? <laughs> Should yes. he have been sacked? <laughs> yes, you can say that on air and keep your job. No, I, well, I think there has to be some level of accountability, but... Yes, he's, he's being uh, held accountable. He's losing his job over it. You don't think, like, a, like a temporary suspension would have been not enough? No. Like, I, I don't care. Like, I don't listen to Triple M. Did Ron Burgundy get a temporary suspension? Yes, he did. No, he got and fired. They, they let him back on. He got fired he got, and then he, he got, got rehired. Really he got and actually they let him fired. Back on after he said, go fuck yourself, San Diego. Mm. He didn't say, go finger yourself and lick it. <laughs> or let the doctor finger you and lick it. <laughs> what? Oh, why would the doctor do that? Like, it, it, that's the kind of comment that a virgin in high school would say. Like, <laughs> someone who's never that's seen a vagina of, says I'm, that. I'm, 
I'm, I'm imagining trade draft with a PhD. <laughs> Not just that, oh, but considering the circumstances of it, you know, the, the mental image of considering the situation that she is in, that if the doctor did that and then, oh, just, what is that? That's, yes, that's very trade draft. You're right. It's fucking, yep. oh, it's just... Yeah, maybe a sacking is probably fair. I mean, I don't think it'll ruin his career. I think you don't think will... it'll ruin his career. If Wayne Carey can get back on on TV, yes, but I think everyone is... acknowledges that that is a disgrace. Well, I, I think cheating on your wife with your best mate—that's uh, not why people Carey think it's a disgrace. Time heals all wounds, I think, mm. and he'll be let back eventually. He brings nothing yeah. that is of value that can't be done by someone else. Yeah, it's not like he. That's it's, true. Also. He's not Gary Lyon. Not he's, not, very... he's not Gary Lyon, who's perceived to be a really good analyst of the game or well, whatever. Who's yeah, allowed he, to? He, no. was, he was let back. He was let back. Yeah, because he has a certain skill set that others don't. That they value and that they like. He seems Gary Lyon has a certain skill set. Well, yeah, people people value his analysis and his opinion. Barry Hall's a herd, fucking. Adds nothing. You don't want to be a fringe media person in the AFL industry and make a mistake. You want to be pretty ingrained in the system or an absolute gun of a player. And I don't mean Barry Hall. I mean, like, hairy level. You need to be irreplaceable. Mm, to get the slap on the wrist. And then even then, we're talking... Yeah, Barry's certainly not the um, irreplaceable type, and I don't think he ever will be. No, it's not, like, it's not like Fev, who, like, has a certain personality that people are drawn to. Nobody's yeah. drawn to Barry Hall. He doesn't bring in viewers or ratings or anything like that, no. Uh, are, we, are we underselling him a little bit? He did work at Fox Footy. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore, though. I wonder he why. Did do, he did do TV ads. Glenn Jakovic worked at Fox Footy, too. My uh, hope does TV ads. I, I yeah, that, yeah, that'll sell your product. Um... <laughs> I don't think he's finished, but I, I think a sabbatical. Um, <laughs> a sabbatical. A sabbatical. He needs to have a come to Jesus moment. He needs to find God. He needs to visit Gary Ablett Senior and get yeah. on the heroin. Uh, we, we can t- yeah, enough on him. He's gross. See you later. Mm. But I did like how he was sacked before the broadcast. Like, literally, they went to an ad and it was get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, apparently Car- Caro was unhappy that it took 40 minutes. <laughs> like, he was still on air for 40 minutes, and Caro was unhappy about that, like, that it took so long. <laughs> and then Hutchie's like, well, like, it'd take a while. Like, he goes, I think that was, like, pretty quick considering, like, someone has to have heard it, spoken what? to someone else, what? spoken to management before you sack somebody. Like, you can't just... That said, it took half an hour for Kerry Packer to get Doug Mulray's naughtiest home videos off TV or whatever the fuck it was. You can't just have, like, production crew on the spot just and firing... Yank his microphone away and shift him out of the box. You need the big kahunas to sort of give the approval before they can mm. do that. Yeah, it, it sunk to me a bit of Caro and her Triple M hatred. Yes. If Hutchie's going to stick up for his competitor, then I reckon he's on the money. I think they've acted quite swiftly. Bye, Barry. One other talking point I want to mention. I want to go back to the Crows camp. So does anybody actually, apparently this was influenced by, and it's funny that you mentioned Caro because I saw this, I was reading through the rumours board. 
Harrow's article that apparently the Crows camp stemmed from what is called the Mankind Project. Does anybody know what this is? I have heard of this. I don't know what it is. There was an article posted, and I just want to mention this. It's an interesting homework reading for anyone. Basically, it's very weird. These group of men, no women allowed, they go into the woods. Oh, it sounds good so far. Yes, they go into the woods and they strip down and they walk hand in hand through the cold. Then they have like these drill sergeant guys who make them, who starve them and make them relive, talk about their how they lost their masculinity and all the other shit about, you know, essentially breaking them down, finding their flaws and shit. It seems, it's apparently it's very cultish. Sounds very gay, making a bunch of men dress down and hold hands in the woods together. Well, maybe there is a little bit of that going on. It, it literally, it sounds like Project Mayhem out of Fight Club without the violence at the end. The whole, you know, you turn up with this much stuff and you get fucking yelled at and it's like, and people pay for the privilege. I just wish there was some kind of, like, photos, film footage of this. Not of the of what these people do, but just specifically of the, the Adelaide camp and what they did with them. Because that would just be gold. If you if you got, like, a group of Adelaide players holding hands and butt naked in a forest somewhere. Does it? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> How does that help you become a better... There's a, I don't know. It's about it's about reclaiming lost masculinity. There's an article on the scandals and rumors board about it. Apparently, the Crows camp's based on this. And look, if half of this shit is true, it is no wonder they came back fucked up. I, I have an idea. Why don't you just have a have a, a strict and productive preseason <laughs> and get fit and, um, and try again next just year? Just do some altitude training. Some clubs do that. Yeah. My, my club does know. that. Good old, good old altitude um, training, good old Gold Coast camp. Training. Yes. Go somewhere warm. Let's go all Blair Witch in the forest <laughs> and tuck up the, the athletes. I, I, I saw that movie when I was like 11 or 12 and it just fucked me up. Like the first like movie documentary that I ever saw and it was like, did this really happen to these people? I'm like, shit, I have to sleep with a light on now. <laughs> <laughs> and you still do to this day, yeah? Oh, only when I'm flicking through the switches, yeah, and I can't sleep. <laughs> Liam Ryan is our next talking point. Crashed a car into a tree overnight. Do anything? Oh, he must have been pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm alluding to anything, but he must have been pissed, surely. Well, normally you would think so with a car accident. Like, the only ones I can think of in recent times that weren't alcohol-related car incidents, uh, Buddy Franklin, who was on the injunction. I think there was one time Colin Sylvia was having a domestic in his car when he got sacked from the international rules. Like, he kicked a woman out of his car or some shit. It seems very sus. Like, I saw Shannon Hearn talking about it. He talked a whole lot of dribble that didn't really say anything. It's like they're trying to dance around. I don't know what, but, yeah... West Coast season is just in... Everything's falling apart at the moment. Where was he going at 6am? So the statement says, the West Coast Eagles are aware of an incident involving small forward land Ryan overnight. The club is ascertaining details of the incident, which also involved a minor traffic accident. The key word in that sentence is also. Mm. Oh. 
The club is ascertaining details of the incident, which also involved a traffic accident. Can you do a Ben Cousins and run away? What else did it involve? And why were the police called? Police aren't called to minor traffic incidents. They don't turn up. Well, if it's anything more than just a simple car accident, then it'll get out what what went down. Um, Sounds like they're doing the best right to now, sweep it under the rug it. at the moment. Well, they can't because it'll just it'll. If it's something more than, than West Coast sweep something rug. under the rug, no, <laughs> that doesn't sound like. Well, they that. tried that, and the and the drug shit got out. We'll find out eventually. We're on to you, Liam. Right? You reckon? Yes. West Coast have been very good at this historically. How can you say they've been very good at this when we know about their drug culture? <laughs> it took, like, years to come out. It was fucking everywhere. Well, they won yeah, a flag but... and no one knew. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that took, that took like, a little bit Like, it wasn't until that... people started dying. Okay, <laughs> fair point. When you die, then, then, the sh- then the shit has to be questionable. But, yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only then. Well, no one, no one has died. From, from 10, 315. Has, has they, has they, <laughs> no, no one has, has died from this, this. What's this guy's name again? It's all fun and games until somebody gets killed. It's all fun and games until somebody dies. Yeah, it's all dies. fun and games until someone dies and they take it too far. <laughs> um, nothing else on this? Maybe you'll get a weekend no. after it. Oh, 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 Thread of the week, what have we got? Um, well, I don't know if it's worthy of a nomination, but given I watched the bits of uh, Bert Newton's uh, speech at the Logies, I, I liked the old Bert thread on the bay. I think it's on page two. Yeah. Either of my two threads I made this week, really making a late charge for some votes. Dan, you could take a leaf out of my book. No, I'll just make a stupid bet with somebody and hope did I get my 100 or 200 points? Oh, fuck. I can't remember what thread I sort of liked. No, I guess the LeBron James, the North Melbourne thread's not bad. On the Scandals and Rumours board, I had to save it and he signed. I had to undelete it and move what? it to us. How much How much does he make a year? LeBron, on his next contract, yeah. 35 million, is it? Well, oh, it's 154 million. million over four years. Oh, so it's 38.5 million. Enough to buy an off, Dan. Yeah. How about ha ha? It, classic, but ha ha! Awesome. We get to play the purple poofs. Bold to start that thread as a Brisbane supporter. Did Tugger bump the the Ross Lyon one? He did. There it is. How's <laughs> Ross Lyon working out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not nominating the thread. I just like that he bumps it. Someone bumps. It. It's it's a double backfire. It's just you know. They can all get around and tell each other how much it sucks to support their team, whereas the rest of us just go, yeah. But it fucks Fremantle more than anybody else. Uh, Bestie's thread mods, um, where he asked for another week's ban, I thought that wasn't bad. Stop the search, cracking thread. I nearly nominated that, but I thought we don't do reach-arounds anymore, so... Yes, we do! <laughs> 
Just no one here starts threats. It doesn't stop anybody, though. Who do you want to give it to or not give it to? The bomber and the beautiful. I don't know why Michael Christian is in there as Michael Christensen, but that's okay. (laughs) Hang on. Here's a late entry on the main board before it gets deleted. From Robbie Gray 17 Is Ed Richards' season the most unprecedented since Oliver? (laughs) Seen enough of this guy to know he'll be a gun. Uh, unprecedented. Uh, well, there's no doubt that he's, he's a very talented young kid. Well, I just went and posted well, in none. I'm, I'm, I'm saying no, no one is worthy. No, no we, well, we don't need to, we don't no, need to go that far. You You're not worthy, Dan. Shut yes, up. I'm going for the bomber and the beautiful. Lethality, yeah. <laughs> Adelaide, get ready to hear our team song help. again. I'm not, not <laughs> Fucking Lethality. <laughs> We um, like our team song so much. What good news this week? You get to hear it at the MCG and it's glory once again. Because we will win and they play the song when we win. Fucking <laughs> idiot. We'll supply the blindfolds and the racism if you need this to complete your experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not bad. That's a great OP. That's fucking great. That gets my nomination. Yeah, you can have that. Well done, Lillardy. Thread of the week. Thread of the week. It's got no replies yet. Flog of the week. Who we got? All of the Richmond posters on the main board that are that are. Did you do this last week? The Alex Ranch shop thread. Oh, they're very sad about it, aren't they? I I might have, but they're still very. It's a week later, and they're still bitch. I linked you a thread, uh, a close thread about uh, one Richmond poster that was wailing about, yeah, I mean, none of the people in that thread would have the guts to say anything to Alex Rance. No one wouldn't say shit to Alex Rance. No one's sh- no one's shown as a, as a footballer. I would just taking the piss out of him diving. You wouldn't all. say that to his face. Yes, I would. Why are your comrades so salty and whiny? I fucking know. If I knew, if I knew why they were salty, I'd post on their board. Well, you should post on their board and set them straight. But why, why, are they, why are they crying foul over the... I mean, it's, it's been... How long has he had that thread open for? The Photoshop thread. Teachers had that since June 11th. So it's like three weeks. I mean, get over it, guys. It's just a bit of fun. I don't know why they're getting up. They have the best defender in the competition. I don't know why they're, they're so upset. Honestly, you think Smash's thing of we are everyone's grand finals bad? There are a whole bunch of them on that board who think there's an anti-Richmond conspiracy designed to keep us down, and the fact that we are good, everyone's trying to tear us down because they can't stand that we're good again. Like, Dan, go read the Richmond board some more. It's fucking insane. Uh, I've spent a bit of time reading the Richmond board this week. Mm. I'd feel compelled to post something on that board, and then I'd just end up getting just make an alias and do it. That's what I did. I meant to ask, and this is going to come into my flog of the week, which is the blow-in cola from Thursday, Friday, McRobbie, who <laughs> came in dragging his team board baggage over. Did you read the Swans board at all, Morgs, <laughs> after the match The match read in there? Because it no? sounds like it was entertaining. Well, no, but I might have to. Hmm. I, I spent a lot of time on the Richmond board this week. Not posting, just reading all the cocksuckers who thought it was very funny that Trelaw got injured, who then didn't find it so funny when Conker got injured. Well, he he didn't he didn't say anything and about anyone's did, list. Why did he, 
Why did Conker get stretch it off over a sprained ankle? He dislocated it. It was it was pointing in the wrong direction, man. Nick Maxwell pointed in the wrong direction for his whole career. Morgan's holding your own team. Not bad. Wait until tomorrow night when I go to the fucking mid-season review. They're not going to lose sleep over Conker getting injured, are they? Okay, if Richmond has one dud player, it must be Conker. He can't be an A-grader. Sure. Why? Oh. He's played 100 games. There are lots of duds that play 100 games, Morgan. You know this. Stop pretending. Uh, nobody it, says we have A-grader. He'll be remembered as the guy that put his elbow into uh, Devin Smith's head. Maybe, well, head. maybe, maybe so, Dan. I don't know. What's it, what's it to you? Know. He's a Richmond player, and you're a Richmond supporter. Oh, I forget. You're a fair weather sort of part-time <laughs> supporter. I'm sorry, I'm asking the wrong person. I'll ask one. I'll ask one of the noble, intelligent types on the Richmond. Yes, go, 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 please, Dan, yeah, go to the Richmond. Go and ask Shazza. Go to the. Go to the Richmond board, Dan, and ask them. With your whole team of A graders, is Reese Conker the only one that's not? Go ask him that. Make sure you put it in the one that has no opposition support. Then I'll, I, I will get banned instantly, and you mm. know that. I, ne- I need some sort of... Um, well, you were the one suggesting talking to them, so... Protection or shield or something. <laughs> impunity. Well, you're <laughs> the super mod. Yes, impunity over there with your, with your super mod privileges and just, and just shit on them. <laughs> just for the greater... Why don't I just do it to the North Board instead, Dan? Because here I have to go over there and write North. (laughs) Plenty of people have done that. Uh, I've seen Hollywood Pods do it. Reap has done it. Morgs. I believe he might have had some Flog of the Week. I've got an honourable mention. Mm. And it goes to Trade Draft, who posted Nathan Buckley is cursed in every thread on the Collingwood board for the last three days. We get it, cunt. This is how you got 100,000 posts. You're annoying as fuck. What does this curse entail? Oh, what a, what a shit. Did he, did he elaborate? Oh, because of injuries. So did Buckley like, do anything to create this curse? Did he... No, oh, well, apparently, like, this is all down to our playing surf, our training surface and our medical staff and blah, blah, so blah. You, so you built the Holden Centre on ancient Indian burial ground. Yeah. Original burial ground. But Lyndon Dunn hurt his knee on the Gold Coast, but that's still the Holden Centre's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're a special breed of idiot over there. I hear hear that they might be bringing back the positivity and negativity threads. Well, look, I I heard the idea was floated, and I'm all for it. Um, I'll I'll take the rule of... Head of security in the black and white thread? Yeah, the black and white threads are back. Second on the ladder, they still need yeah. a black and white thread. As long as we have an injury list that's over 14 team people, boards, we'll need a black and white up. thread. Mm. Yeah, see, all the team boards suck, Dan, especially the Geelong one. Some more than others. Total footy. Yeah, we haven't had to do a pact yeah. yet. <laughs> we haven't had to prick our fingers and put blood in the middle. <laughs> Hold hands naked. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not fucking holding hands naked with the Collingwood board flogs. Oh, I've got a very funny feeling that trade draft posts naked a lot of the time, and I am not holding hands with him. No, he wasn't. Either naked or in a <laughs> No, thanks. 
He's got to go to the toilet somewhere, Morgs. Yeah, well, when you post that often, you haven't got time to stop him. Dribbling it out your mouth. Who do we want to give it to out of that? We had the Richmond board, we had McRobbie, and we had Trade Draft. The Richmond board. Uh, I, I said the, the main board, Richmond posters, but we, you can just... Well, well, what a, Dan's nomination, Richmond then. Poster. Dan's nomination wins multiple Richmond logos. Yeah. All of the Richmond posters. That includes you. That includes you. Oh, fuck off, Dan. All of them. Oh, I don't care. You're, you're nominated. You, Croak Tiger, you're all in the same boat. Marcelli. Next week's games, Dan. Uh, Colas versus Cats. I, I think it's. I think it's your. I think it's your turn this week, Starbench. Just, just quietly. Morgs, how's how was Survivor last week? Hey, Survivor was really good. I've watched um, Survivor South Africa. Survive I'm not going to do this. I'll just sign off. <laughs> That's the final thing. You're such a fucking sook, Dad. I'm not going to get my way. I'm just going to hang up. Well, I don't want to talk about Survivor. I don't want to listen about Survivor. I don't, I don't just care. Do the tips. It's easy fix. Do the tips and then it doesn't happen. Cats, tigers, lions. Well, can you at least tell us who they're playing? They're playing footy. <laughs> um... <laughs> Who? Power. Cockhead, not what? AFL team. Uh, Bulldogs, Melbourne, North Melbourne, Collingwood, and Giants. Da- Giants! See, see, Dan, when you get rattled like that, you forget not to not tip the Frio game. <laughs> You're a shit. Thank you. Oh, no batties. Mm. Anyway, this was the Flogcast for round 16. Starburn's joined by... Dan? The uh, atheist, part-time Richmond follower, <laughs> red-eating for solo-hating midget. Jeez, that, that could... Farewell. That was so good, that could be the new intro, Dan. It's better than anything you've come up with. Are <laughs> you so salty? And morgues. <laughs> see ya. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.